Hello and welcome to a very special Halloween edition 2018 of Say What You Mean. I'm your host, Jeff. Happy Halloween. I'm your other host, Jake. How's it going? Oh, it's pretty good, dude. I love Halloween. Do you? Yeah. I, I'm not even joking. Before you came over, I said, I bet Jake hates Halloween. See, you would think <laughs> that. You would think that. And I don't, I don't dress up. I don't go to parties. But I just, okay. I just like Halloween. Okay. I don't know. That's weird. Well, what about it? You I just I don't know. Like today, today was fun because uh, Tuck, uh, Tuck and I and Kylie walked around um, mm-hmm. with his with his uh, Ty Beanie Baby yeah thing, and we t- we walked around with all of trick or treaters and people were petting him and stuff. Like oh, that. that's cool. I don't know. I just like I I don't. There's something about the holiday going to my parents' house. Right. I, I just think it's the, like the aesthetic of the ho- of the holiday. Okay, I like. I have some questions and some topics about Halloween. All right, let's obviously do it. we have some political things that we're going to get to towards the end, but I want to spend a. a I have some things that I want to kind of go over for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad that you like it because I got some good things here. Um, my first question was, how do you feel about Halloween? So um, that's interesting because, like I said, I assume that you didn't enjoy it. Um, I I think I like it. I don't know. I don't really. I have. I dressed up as a kid, mm-hmm. I guess. Um and I went to some parties that, like, my really good friends put on um, in, like, my early 20s. But I don't know. Yeah. I've I always wanted to, like, even, like, today, Kylie, and, or yesterday, Kylie and I were walking around, um, uh, like, Party Warehouse or, mm-hmm. like, whatever that whatever that costume store is in... Yeah. Um, in Spirit, a, a, Halloween, or whatever? Something like... Yeah. No, the, the one up by Target in Hazeldale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Party like City. Party City. Yeah. yeah, we were walking around there, and they had all these different, like, costumes, and they had, like, Assassin's Creed character costumes and uh, stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I would love to do that. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't... Like, I one, I don't go to parties generally. Right. So, like, it would be weird for me to, like... I don't know. But... I've, I've, I've always liked the idea of Halloween. I mm-hmm. just never really participate. Mm-hmm. So Jen asked me an interesting question. I really liked it um, before you got here. She said, am I a fan of costumes where somebody, like, you go and you buy the costume and it's pretty pretty close to, like, what you're trying to be? You look like it? Yeah. Or am I more of a fan of, like, a DIY Halloween costume? Mm-hmm. And That is a good question. Yeah, I really like that question. I think... I think I'm more of a fan of the DIY. Well, it shows more effort. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I have some pictures of Jen and I's DIYs. So I've never really done... So I did Halloween costumes as a kid, and then there was a... <laughs> the one one Halloween story I wanted to tell you was... Um, I My friend Jesse had a house that he lived with. Oh, I have the storm in the background. Mm-hmm. Some creepy sounds in the back <laughs> of the Halloween <laughs> night. Um so Jesse had a house party and it was a Halloween house party and he was dressed up as a pirate and I dressed up as his first mate. Um, and he, it was just crazy. There was way too many people there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, so <laughs> this is when I had a uh, Heelys. Heelys. Oh yeah. The wow. shoes with how, the wheels. Wh- how old were you? 
21. And you're wearing Heelys? Hell yeah. All right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, so at the party, uh, this, this girl like tried to leave, I guess. And this drunk guy was like, I guess he didn't know her, but he was like, hey, you're not leaving. And he, I guess he like ripped her out of the car. And then, she, yeah, I, I mean, nobody, not very many people saw it because we were all in the house. Was she drunk and he was trying to keep her from drunk driving? Or no. He just didn't want her to leave. Yeah, he was wasted. That's not okay. Yeah, so then, um, so I guess she like left. She did get away and like called the cops. So Jesse had some freaking underage people at this party. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so uh, they were like, all right, um, Someone needs to go talk to the cops, and we were all overage, so it was fine. Yeah. Um, so my friend Marty, who's dressed as Beetlejuice, was like, oh gosh. I'll go out there. <laughs> I'll talk to him. And Marty always gets way too drunk. So Marty gets out there, and he's, like, just slurring, trying to talk to the cops. And uh, uh, nobody can find Jesse. He's, like, hiding upstairs. It's his house. So I was like, I'm going to go talk to the cops. I'm a little drunk, but I'll go talk to him. Uh, so I, like... I'm coming. I'm walking down the sidewalk because I came out through the back of the mm-hmm. house, and they're all standing in the street. And I just heelied right up to him. Just oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> just wheeled right <laughs> up to him. And I was like, "What's up, guys?" And they're like, "Really?" I was like, "Hell yeah!" They're like, "Will you get Beetlejuice out of here? He's not helping you at all." And I was like, "Marty, get in the house!" So Marty gets in the house, and uh, I was like, "What's going on?" And they kind of told me what happened, and so I, I was like, "Oh yeah, I know where he is." So like. I was like, hey, this guy did this, and he needs to go. So all the dudes, like, grab him and muscle him and throw him did out. Did anybody know him? I think some people, like, kind of knew him. It was, like, a friend of a friend of a friend or gotcha. something. So he wasn't, like, a close friend of the house, no. the house of the homeowner. That's why I snitched on him. I was like, boom, he's got to go. Yeah. Um, and then the cop was like, I'm pretty sure you have underage people in the house, so the party needs to end now. Like, totally cool about yeah. it. And so we just ended it. But that was just, like, that was one time that I did, like, a DIY costume and i think that was the last time i really did halloween gotcha um but then jen i don't remember who threw well, i mean because healy's went out of style a couple years later so well i like still have them <laughs> <laughs> so careful jake i don't know if they're out of style they're practical <laughs> should use them on your job going from oh i totally to should but then they'd probably be like, that's a safety hazard you can't do that um so i think jesse had another party um, I don't really like parties, but I go sometimes when Jesse was having them. But he had one um, after Jen and I had got together. And um, we kind of have, at this point, established ourselves as the old people. We don't really like to stay out late. We don't really like to, you know, party. Yeah. So we dressed up as old people. Um, oh, that's, oh, that's perfect. And so, uh, <laughs> so oh, sorry. That's Tuck. Uh, there you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Love the love the uh, the sweater, the okay. argyle sweater vest. Yeah, so I had, argyle sweater. I had to go buy an argyle sweater, and I had mm-hmm. to buy like some gray spray paint or hair paint or whatever. Um, but Jen just grabbed clothes from her closet. <laughs> <laughs> so we always joke that she dresses like an old lady. Um, you guys are way too convincing, old people. In that. Yeah, yeah. I look <laughs> handsome with gray hair. I wouldn't mind going completely gray. And then we went for to a Blazer game, and we dressed up like Power Rangers. Oh, they had a Blazer game on, on uh, Halloween night? It was like the 28th or something. Okay, it was like it was their Halloween night. Gotcha. Um, and then I have a picture. Um, I couldn't find the digital picture, but there's a picture uh, framed 
uh, over there. It's us. We dressed up as Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I think that was the first kind of duo Halloween costume. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't have, I didn't care to dress up for a long time, but then when Jen and I got together, it kind of became fun to like do, I don't know. Yeah. It was fun. For sure. I don't know. Um, so those were my Halloween costumes. What's the last time you dressed up? Do you even know? Uh, probably middle school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You got to play pretend, Jake. I got to play pretend? Yeah, what it's fun mean? to like just get into a costume and pretend to be somebody else. Uh, and I don't know. Let loose? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, what are some memories that you have of like Halloween as a kid? Of Halloween? Yeah, or just... Or I, I think yeah yeah I mean, yeah of course yeah. Halloween that's the theme of the uh, <laughs> the episode here. right but um, I I text you and you were like you your your response about Halloween or about doing a Halloween episode you said something like it's gonna make you what did you say well I'm just super lame <laughs> why well like I don't know I I dressed up as some weird like weird stuff I right. went as like a Civil War soldier one year mm-hmm. like and then um what else did I would I, w- I went like three straight years in middle school when I was really mm-hmm. into competitive paintball. Okay. Where I just wore my paintball stuff. Okay. I think my brother did that I one. I went like wait, but it was it was just it got to the point where it was lame because people started seeing me in the same stuff mm. year after year, mm-hmm. and it's like, dude, why don't you just like dress regularly if you're just gonna <laughs> keep wearing the same thing? Because I'd always go to like the same like, the same house would always have the same like. Halloween party because there was right. a whole group of us kids that were all the same age and all the parents were friends mm, so mm-hmm. they would always do the same Halloween party right um, yeah so that was kind of like my Halloween mm-hmm. but I probably like the worst Halloween I had I dre- it was right when the prequels came out and I dressed up as Obi-Wan Kenobi okay and I like bought the whole like Jedi outfit whatever mm-hmm. and we were running around in the backyard when it was still daylight and um, they had like these dogs and they never picked up dog poop. Oh no! But, and the dogs always had the, the the house. The dogs always got out of their yard, so they put up this electric fence. Okay. And I was running. I slipped in <gasps> dog poop. Covered. Got myself completely covered in dog shit. And while I was sliding, <laughs> went into the electric fence. <laughs> So I, I was screaming because I got electric yeah. on this electric fence covered in shit. Yeah, and then like I had to go oh, home. <laughs> so there was no. that was my ho- that was my Halloween. That is terrible. Yeah, that was that was the worst Halloween I've Holy had. Holy crap! I don't even know what to say. That's terrible. Yeah, there's not much, there's not really coming back from that one. Yeah, yeah. No wonder you're like I'm never dressing <laughs> out again. I don't know. I just I would. It was just weird. Like I just never felt comfortable. But like I would try to like act cool okay my costume uh-huh. but it always was like lame right i don't know i'm not a good costume person i'm mm. really not I, you I like, are i'm I'd, sure i like to think that i am but yeah. i'm really i'm not i'm not who when how old were you when you dressed up like a civil war soldier middle school okay that's cool i yeah. like that i don't know was it when you I, went and bought or was it diy well it's like well i went and found like these these old blue pants mm-hmm. and then i had like this blue like this navy blue button-up shirt like sky blue pants yeah and i was such a nerd about it too because i went and found like the like this black hat to make myself the second wisconsin <laughs> and i had like this toy musket and everything i that's carried around crazy. Yeah. in middle school mm-hmm. that's crazy that's so interesting um well i mean those are pretty much my questions for <laughs> i said what were your best and worst memories well i don't think you can beat dog shit and being electrocuted <laughs> 
<laughs> Which reminds me, uh, we were we had a pony here. We were holding for a friend. Mm-hmm. She just had a, she got a pony and she was just needed somewhere to keep it until she got her own setup. And uh, there was like electric fences for the horses. Yeah. And <laughs> I was reaching over the electric fence to mm-hmm. like pet the horse, and I was like, "Come here." I never remember the horse's name. I always call him like Jorge, but it's not Jorge. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, come here, come here. And like, uh, I wasn't wearing shoes. So I reached too far over to pet the horse and it shocked me right in my armpit. Oof. And I was grounded and it just like, <laughs> just jolted my whole body, dude. Ugh. It hurt so bad. I came in and Jen was sitting on the couch and I just was just like, had like dead eyes and she's like are you okay i'm like i just got electrocuted <laughs> like it shocked the hell yeah, out of me yeah. horses horse line oh it's not fun mm. and barefoot no thanks because oh i've done gosh. it without barefoot it doesn't it, hurt yeah but being grounded it like sh- jolted my whole it was not cool yeah that's not good at all so i got some lists here okay that i thought would be kind of interesting to go over right. um do you have like did you go trick-or-treating yeah today I mean, just at all in general yeah, in your yeah, life. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, and, like I would go trick or treating with that same group of people. Uh huh. Um, we we would go out and hit the, the the neighborhood. Right. Which my neighborhood, growing up the Lincoln the Lincoln neighborhood, mm-hmm. had like a bunch of uh, really good houses that mm-hmm. had really good candy. Stashes. Okay. Yeah. So I lived in like pretty ghetto southeast Portland. We'd always have to drive to the nicer neighborhoods, mm-hmm. and we'd do trick or treating up there when we were a kid. Um, but then. I don't. I don't even remember when I stopped going, but you just stopped going. Yeah, there were so many. Pe- like when we took Tuck out today, mm-hmm. there was like this one. The neighborhood that was always like the the good part of the neighborhood to go to right. when we were kids. Dude, it was. They must have just been bringing busloads in from other neighborhoods. Really, it was like shoulder to shoulder in these streets. It Whoa, was nuts! That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool though. Yeah, that's got to be fun. Did you like go get any candy, or were you just no? Walking I was just the walking the dog. Okay, but there were some weirdos. Like okay. grown men walking around uh-huh. in uh, like this full on like this must have been like a cosplay level alien oh. like whole like he was dressed up like alien from uh-huh. the movie alien right and he had the whole like headgear on uh-huh. but he was doing the walk like he was like trying to do like like the side to side like dinosaur walk mm-hmm. like trying to be creepy mm-hmm. but he didn't have any kids with him. It was just like him and his girlfriend, and he was like doing this, right? Like going up to cars as they were driving down, and like getting into the window of the car and shit. Like, oh, dude, weirdo. That is weird. Who does that? Cosplay I feel, people. I feel like you should probably like. I really, I, I respect some cosplay for people. sure. Like, yeah, they spent a ton of time, yeah. like, really perfecting those those outfits. But on Halloween to go out and do that, I don't know. Yeah, it just seems like you're you're wanting that attention. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah, that's just like, that's how I that's how I view my myself. That's when exactly I was like, what I was going to say. When I was like, a, when I was like a kid, like that's you're strutting what, yourself. You're like, yeah, you got I thought the I was only one yeah, walk for sure, man. I th- I would try to like act cool, yeah, and it was just yeah. not not a good thing. Hmm. I was lame. There were there were some times where on not on Halloween I would um, I would like. Would just wear short shorts, mm-hmm. jean short shorts, <laughs> whenever I'd have like a party or people over, and I'd talk in a southern accent, and <laughs> I would just do that, <laughs> just for the fun of it mm-hmm. every time I drank. Um, oh, one story I was I wanted to tell you. Um, this I was talking about Je- to Jesse with this. It wasn't Halloween, but it's kind of it's just got a it's got it was in fall, so I always I always remember this story whenever fall comes around. Um, so sorry to go off the Halloween you're, theme. You're but good. So remember that body I told you we made that we used to throw at cars? Yeah. 
So one night, Jesse and I. So Jesse reminded me that he made the body. He 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 ha- had to clarify that like he made it with his friends and they never got to use it. He went somewhere that night, and so Kyle, his brother, and me and our friends mm-hmm. we used it for what he made it for. Yeah. Um. So he was always pissed that he never got to use it that for to throw it at cars. Gotcha. Um. So. Like I said, as soon as I, like, became closer friends with Jesse, I was like, later, Kyle, you're lame. So I started hanging out with Jesse, and one night they lived up on that hill, and they had the veterans' um, uh, graveyard up at the top of the hill, but then just a normal graveyard just right across the street from his house okay. down that steep street. So one night we um, we took the body <laughs> in the middle of the night, and we went and we uh, set it in the road so there was a stick down the body's back so he had a straight back Mm -hmm. and so what we did was we folded his legs in front of him and just sat him so he's sitting up and he had like a a mask on so he looked like a person and we just sat him there in the road and we walked across the street and we hid in the graveyard and just waited as cars like would pull up to the body and like drive around it pull up to the body and drive around it it's like one or two in the morning and we're just sitting there. It's it's not funny, but yeah. we're dying. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, you hear like whoosh, a window opens, and it's the house that the body's sitting right in front of. And <laughs> the guy in the house goes, "Hey, hey, you fucking moron! You trying to die?" <laughs> Get out of the road! <laughs> and then we're losing it. We're dying. <laughs> and he's like, I'm serious. If you don't get out of the road, I'm calling the cops. And he's just screaming at this dummy. Oh, my god! And we're laughing so hard. So Jesse and I, like, we come out of the graveyard. And he's like, hey, do you guys know this fucking idiot? And Jesse's like, yeah, he's, he's wasted. And he's like, get him out of the road. So, like, we put it, the dummy's arms, like, around our shoulders. Like, he, he was too drunk to <laughs> oh walk. My God, oh, my God. <laughs> and we walked him away. <laughs> oh, it was so good. That's one of my favorite. And then one winter when it snowed really bad, we built, like, giant, like, three by four snowballs mm-hmm. and we blocked the road off right <laughs> right in front of that same dude's house <laughs> yeah. around the around the same uh, the, the same dude's house i was yelling yeah the at dummy. the dummy oh, okay well, yeah and the guy who poo- you put poop in front of his house oh no we should have but you, you can't drive past that house and not think like do that we that guy had the worst night ever yeah but we built these huge <laughs> snowballs and like we watched this girl like pull up in this little like sedan and she was like trying to scoot the snowballs out of the way with her car and it wouldn't work. So then she got out of her car and we're in the graveyard just dying laughing at her but she can't see yeah. us and she's like trying to push these snowballs and like she eventually got out of the way but we were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of degenerates. Oh yeah, for sure. Um okay, so what's your favorite candy? Ooh. Okay, so I, it's a tie, and I was actually thinking about this today mm-hmm. because my parents had this whole big candy bowl. Right. I like um, I like Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. That'd mm-hmm. be my like my number one. But okay. the wild card of like, if you were to go with like a candy that most people don't really right. know about, it's Witch and McCollum. Okay. I really like Witch. I think I do like them, but I haven't had one in a really long mm-hmm. time. They're really good. I really like cold, like freezer cold. Hershey bars. Oof, yes. And Every time you get a Hershey bar, you have to freeze it. Yes. It's, mm-hmm. I don't like them normal, but if I freeze it, yeah. I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Heath bars, I really like. Just normal, though. Okay. That's that's Kylie's favorite candy. Is Heath it? Bar. Yeah. Dude, 
You, you and Kylie are best friends. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay, so I have the top ten most popular ha- Halloween candy in America. Mm-hmm. Now, so looking at this list, I'm thinking that it's mostly based on sales. Okay, what do you Be- think about the Crackle Bar? What is that? You never had a Crackle? I've had like uh, what's the blue crunch? Yeah, it's similar to a crunch. Okay. It has the red wrapper the r- and it's called Crackle. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I right. like the rice candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called? The what's the million the? A hundred grand bar. Hundred grand it has yeah. the same rice stuff. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I really. Hundred grand's got it got caramel though. Yeah. Yeah. I really like almond joy. Yeah, me too. Do you? Yeah. A lot of people don't like coconut. See, I really like almond those joy. Those people are weird. Yeah. What's your thought? Like almond joy or mounds? I don't like dark chocolate. Okay. Do yeah. you? I like mounds, but I prefer an almond joint. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, almond or mounds is, I'll eat one if that's all I got. For but sure. dark chocolate. You know, eh. Yeah. You don't really ever see the mounds in the small individual size, but you will see the almond joy. In oh the, in yeah. The fun size. Oh, perfect. So, so good. like, if you came up to a bowl of candy, right, and and it didn't have any chocolate, it was just like Starbursts, mm-hmm. Twizzlers. Mm-hmm. Are you disappointed? Like, do you expect chocolate in a candy bowl? Should a, no. should, a good, should a candy bar have the chocolate option? So should a candy bowl have a chocolate option? Yeah. I mean, maybe. I'm not. I'm, I'm a fan of sour candies too, though. Like uh, Airheads, I freaking love Airheads. I love Airheads. Um, back when I was real young, I loved uh, the, what are they, Warheads? Ooh, the Sour Warheads. Yes. Man, when I was in Cub Scouts, we would go to like the trading post uh-huh. when we were on like our week long camping yep, trips. Yep. When they would have like the Lewis and Clark. Mm hmm. Or Camp, Mer- Camp Merriweather and uh, Camp Clark. Which one's Merriweather? Merriweather is the Boy Scout camp. Yeah, which one? Um, it's the one down like near Tillamook. Uh, did you ever go to the Boy Scout camp where um, they had uh, the fort with the teepees with the, the, the train caboose? Yeah, that's. Um, uh, something Butte. Yeah. yeah. Did you go to that? I went to that that one, was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Except for I slept in the teepee and I was freezing. Mm-hmm. But we would like. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but no, we, we went and like snuck into the fort where the like Boy Scouts were. We were just weeblos. Yeah. And we just terrorized them like <laughs> threw stuff out. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, go ahead. Wait, are you talking about? Okay, it was it was the one you're talking about on the coast. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Because there, there's Camp Clark, which was like the Cub Scout camp, mm-hmm. and down about five miles is the Boy Scout camp, Camp Merriweather. Okay. And Merriweather's got all of like the shooting ranges. Oh, I've been to Merriweather. Yeah, I love Mary. sure. Merriweather. Merriweather was was badass. Yes. I love did you do? Did you? I don't know if you did this, but we cooked like all like the meat and the veggies together in like a, what is that thing called when you put them in like the tin foil and then throw it on the fire? I don't know what it's oh, called, but it I know was you're, delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we were doing wood carving, they're like, "Never cut towards you, never cut towards you." So I cut towards me, and I cut myself. Oh gosh! <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> like, made an example out of me. It was the worst. Yeah, but when anyways, I, when I was at Merriweather, wait, what were we talking? You're about? talking about going to the post and buying candy. Oh yeah, the sour warheads. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and like the black cherry ones, those were always the, oh, the, the, okay. the most sour. Yeah. And we would have competitions about who could like keep it in their mouth long enough. Right. Because that that I still maintain like I wouldn't bought a package of sour warheads the other day. They must have ta- toned them, them down, down because yeah. they're nowhere near yeah. sour. I remember your tongue would get all like filmy and you just couldn't like taste anything yeah, like yeah. all day. Brutal. Have you, like when I go to my go to what, what when you go to the um, if you buy like most people sneak in their candy to the movie theater. Right, right. But if you were to actually buy them, like, I bought them before. Right. Well, yeah. When you don't have time to go to Walmart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, the uh, what's your go to candy there? Oh, there, honestly, uh, uh, 
cold junior mints. Mm. I love junior mints. Junior mints are good. Yeah. I usually go with the sour skittles. But you eat a Ooh. whole you eat a whole thing of those and you can't taste anything. Yeah, for the I'm rest not of about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to do that. They're I like so minty good candy though. When too. you're eating them, they're so good. Um, so this top ten list, it's just like. It's like everybody's buying the cheapest candy they can. Yeah, to, you know. For sure, I'm, I'm gonna guess Tootsie Rolls are up there on the Ooh, top. Okay, you're close. You're close. Um, but what was I gonna say? I was gonna say like uh, qu- quantity over quality. I think with this, there oh, are definitely. there are some good ones on here, but it's, it's expensive to buy. Um, uh, did you guys get any trick or treaters here to like today? I mean, we're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we have a bowl of candy, but we didn't. Dude, it's expensive. Like my my parents went and bought like. Because we're right in the middle of like hot spot. Right. Dude, it's expensive to buy those bags yeah, of candy. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would imagine. Did they I, get I a bunch of people? Not a ton. That's why you just buy like full size candy bar, and then people are like stoked on you. Yeah. My, dude, my best friend Alan posted a, on Instagram. He just bought a house, mm-hmm. and he's got his the ring set up, and he posted a picture or like a story. <laughs> Of kids, like, just sitting at his doorstep. And he said, these kids have been sitting here for 15 minutes waiting for candy uh, crackheads. <laughs> and they were just sitting there waiting. And, like, I don't know if he, like, just didn't have candy or was just, um, these kids have been knocking for 15 minutes just for candy crackheads. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it looks like he took the screenshot from his phone. So I'm wondering if maybe he's just not home. Yeah. But these kids are just knocking on his door and he has the ring so he can watch them. I don't know. I thought it was funny. Hmm. Um, you think they would leave by then? Yeah. That's weird. And then Jen was like, well, why doesn't he just call the ring and be like, hey, we don't have any candy. I'm like, you don't want to tell kids that you don't have candy. Like kids are assholes. Yeah. They might like rip your bushes out or something. I don't know. Yeah, you never know with kids. I mean, those especially those, look, those look older too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I threw dead bodies at people. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the worst thing I've ever done. I was thinking about this, Jake. I'm sorry to get off topic, but this is like like next level worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> Are you ready for this? All right. Okay, so there was this old there's this butte in Portland. It was this old butte and they had this old radio tower. Um and it was abandoned. I don't know if it was used or, or what, but we would always, like, me and my friends would always hike up the butte to the radio tower. And, dude, I climbed to the top of this thing before, to the very top of this radio tower. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how you do that. I'm so I'm terrified I couldn't do it now, but when you're up there, you can feel it swinging. It was <gasps> terrifying. Dude, I'm, I'm getting nervous just <laughs> like, visualizing this. It was and like I like wrote tag my name up there or whatever, but you could like see over all over Southeast Portland. It was awesome view, but um, we just like kind of like broke into there or whatever. But we'd always go up there all the time, not necessarily climb the tower every time, but we'd go up there. Um, and one day, me and I think it was my friend Nick and Andrew. Um, <laughs> oh God, it's so messed up. So Andrew's like kind of like hanging out to the side, and me and Nick like we walk over to this like door. Mm-hmm. Um, and the door was shut. And while we're walking over there, I'm like, hey, we should tell Andrew that there's a dead body over here. And he's like, okay. And he's like, I was like, you think you can act it out? And he's like, dude, I got it. So, like, we're walking over there. And all of a sudden, we come running out. And we're coughing. And we're, like, covering our face. And Andrew's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And we're like, there's a dead body over there. And he's like, no way. And we're like, dude, I swear to God. He's like, you guys are full of shit. We're like, go. Go over there for yourself and go look. But it stinks, dude. 
And so he goes over there and he's plugging his nose. So he can't smell if there's any smell. Mm-hmm. If he were to, you yeah. would not smell. He'd be like, you guys are full of shit. So like he runs over there and he's plugging his nose and he's like kind of looking around. And then he just runs away and he's like, fuck this. Fuck no. And, and so the whole time we're walking home back to my house, he's like, guys, was there really? We're like, dude, seriously, there was. Like we told him we kept the charade up the whole time. So then... We go home, and he lives in Vancouver, so he would always, like, bus to Portland and ha- to hang yeah. out. So he buses home, and that night at, like, 5 o'clock, I get a call from the cops. Oh, no. <laughs> they're like, uh, hey, so we got a call from your friend Andrew. Uh, he said that you guys found a dead body. And I was like, no. We were just <laughs> messing with <laughs> So he went home and told his mom that... Uh, Jeff and Nick said that they found a dead body and she's like well did you see it and he's like no but they swear they ha- saw it and she's like well if there really is one Andrew you need to call the cops so he had to call the cops his mom made him call the cops oh my gosh. tell him that there was a dead no, body that's pretty bad oh so bad what did the cops say I, I mean they weren't they were just like you kids are assholes pretty much I mean we're just kids being kids Andrew I mean He's kind of gullible. He yeah. should have known. But mm-hmm. especially me, I'm such an asshole. Like, he should have known that, like, okay, Jeff is clearly messing with me, but got him. <laughs> I guess. Geez. Okay, so, Candy, what do you think's on this list? Uh, on this list. Quantity over quality, okay, I think, is so what this probably list is made candy up. corn. Yes. Okay. What are your thoughts on candy corn? I mean, I'll eat them when they're there. If, really? there's, if there's, like, a bowl of them yeah. near me yeah like i'm just i'm a i'm like i'm one of those like snackers subconscious uh-huh. eaters. i'll uh-huh. just like keep grabbing them even right like you don't like them right they're there yeah so they're totally um, that food mm-hmm. like you don't like them and then when you eat them you're like oh yeah these are shit but yeah. then you keep eating it mm-hmm. yeah what about to- as tootsie rolls on there tootsie pops is on tootsie here pops are mm-hmm. on there, but not rolls no interesting do you know about the the native american on the Tootsie Pop? Yeah. You, the the whole rumor is if you turned in one with the with the Native American shooting the, the arrow uh-huh. with the star on the end, yep. you were supposed to get a free one. Yep. Did you ever turn yep. one in? Did you get a free one? Yep. Oh, I never believed it. So I would go to like mini marts or like, like yeah. little mom and pop ones mm-hmm. and they would honor it. And I think for a while when I was young, um, like Albertsons would honor it. Okay. Yeah. But I tried it and I, I think it was more of like, I think older generations really like knew about that and so they tell their younger generations or whatever mm-hmm. but we tried it and it worked oh cool but so yeah tootsie pops is on there um tootsie rolls are always in there though yeah yeah I mean, roll i mean i always feel like you see a huge like container of tootsie rolls oh yeah yeah always wait 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 just tootsie rolls yeah if anyone does that Shame on them. Well, shame on all uh, <laughs> all Planet Fitness. Then. Have you ever been in a Planet Fitness? Uh-uh. It seems counterintuitive, and it probably is. Yes. But they have an, an entire like bowl full of Tootsie Rolls on their counter, and you're supposed to take one when you leave. What? Yeah. You th- why would a gym have Tootsie Dude, Rolls? Dude, I heard they have like pizza parties and stuff, too. Uh, like the f- last Friday of every month, they have pizza there. Really? And they have uh, donuts in the morning <laughs> on, like, the w- on like Saturday mornings or, so, or Sunday mornings or something like that. Once that is month. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's you get yelled at like if you call if you're lunk alarm. The lunk alarm. Yeah, yeah. my yeah. my sister su- used nev- to work there. I never set it off, but um, my friend did once. My friend Matt did. Really? Because he was over there <laughs> trying. He was purposely trying to set it off. He was doing. He was. Uh, he was doing. What the heck was he doing? Something with with cur- bicep curls. Yeah. And he was going. Ah! 
ah, like that, and they're like the lunk alarm goes off. Yeah, and I'm like, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm That's so embarrassed. So to be with awesome. Right now. Um, at like my jobs, I don't really do lifting now because I'm in management. But when I was on the where in the warehouse and doing like dock work, it started way back a few jobs ago. Whenever we'd lift any box of mm-hmm. any size, we'd always go die <laughs> as loud as we could. <laughs> So I always think about the lunk alarm whenever I got to lift something because I still do it. Mm-hmm. Even, but I would do it, and then you would hear someone all the way across the warehouse doing it because they hear <laughs> you doing it, and then like nine guys. It's your wolf. It's your wolf howl, dude. It was so funny. Um, yeah. So Tootsie Pops at Planet Fitness. That's dope. I guess. Oh, um, Tootsie Rolls. Sorry. Tootsie Rolls. Yeah. So I'm gonna. All right. Let me another guess. Uh-huh. Snickers. Snickers are on there. Okay. Milky Way. No. No. But that's a good guess. Crunch Bar. No. Hershey's. Yes. Okay. That's a class. I mean, that's an, that's an American staple. Mm-hmm. Um, Werther's Originals. No, but those are good. Yeah. I like little grandma candies. Okay. Cadbury, like, chocolate No. Eggs. Okay. Now you're getting too far okay. off here. Think simple. Think quantity. What is the cheapest shit to buy? Twix? Okay, I'm just going to go down the list. <laughs> uh, no, hold on. Give me one more okay. guess. Give me one more guess. If you get it, then you get another All guess. All right. Quantity over quality. Um, Not necessarily. Starbur- Starburst? Yes. Okay. Okay, now I you get, get another, one more. I get another <laughs> guess. Skittles? Okay, that's number one. Number one is Skittles. Yes. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, I feel like my list is getting narrowed here because uh-huh. I've gotten like six of them. So you have uh, Tootsie Pops, Hershey's. Candy corn, Starburst, Snickers, and Skittles. Okay, that's six. Yep. Four uh, more. Four more. All right. I can't miss this Miss this one. Mm. I'm vibing. I'm sending is the it, vibe. Is it Kit Kat? No. No. You All right. Failed. All right. Number 10. Okay. Jolly Ranchers. Oh, I should have known that. Yes. That's okay, what's always your, in there. What, do you like Jolly, Jolly Blue Ranchers? Blue Raz, dude. Uh, Go away. Or great. Uh, watermelon. Oh, watermelon's good. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite? Like, when you get those two pack of Starbursts, though, are you dis like what? Are, what oh. colors are you disappointed when you open it? Red. See, red is kind of sort of disappointing, but if I get orange, yeah, get, get those the hell. You 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 open them up and get the double orange. Yeah. Ugh. Oh yeah, for sure. Yellow. Double anything. Double yellow. Not a fan. I like I like lemon. I like lime or what is it? Lemon. Power, power ranking for me of the originals uh-huh. would be orange last, red third. <laughs> Yellow second, and then the pink. Everyone one. loves pink. The, the I pink, think this is the pink. Yeah, first. for sure. Um, number nine is Tootsie Pops. Number eight is Hershey's. Okay. Number seven is Hot Tamales. Oh, my mom's favorite. Mm. Number six is Candy Corn. Number five is Starburst. Number four, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Oh, why didn't I get? I should have freaking got that one. <laughs> number three is Snickers. Number two is M and M's. And oh. number one is Skittles. I was way off. Where the heck was I going with Cadbury eggs? Yeah, I, I don't know. Who knows? Is Easter? <laughs> I like Easter. Me too. Uh, so, yeah, so that was, and we talked about our favorite candies, but that's the list. Jolly Ranchers, I, I was like, oh, when this, I saw this list, I was like, yeah, Jolly Ranchers is always on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have, I, I there was a top ten list uh, for this next topic but i cut it down to eight because two of the songs i never even heard of and i was like how can you be in the top 10 if i've never heard of your song <laughs> so they're top halloween songs top halloween songs yes i didn't even know there was really halloween songs oh dude totally 
if you if you think about it, the monster like, mash. That's the only one I can think of. Okay, that's number two. There's one that's above the monster mash. Uh, yeah, dude. Let's do the monster mash. Let's <laughs> do the mash. Yeah, I don't know. I like okay. they're not really like Halloween songs, but if you were to make a mix of like, I'm having a Halloween party. Oh. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like in Hocus Pocus. Yeah. When they're at when the parents are at that Halloween party, mm-hmm. and then um, the three the three witches come out and they start singing and they're like dance dance until you die, mm-hmm. like that kind of those kind of songs. I mean, I just wanted to reference Hocus Pocus. Okay, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> going around just to make the reference. Um, so I I love making mixes. That's one of my favorite things to do. Um, if I'm going on a road trip, I love to make a mix for it. If there if I go if I'm going on the man trip, I love making a mix for it. So I've made Halloween mixes. You're a mixtape guy. Yes, totally. Is Ted a mixtape guy? No. Okay, good. Dude. Marshall's mixtape I guy. need to say this real quick. I just watched the episode with um, uh, where Barney's finding a replacement wingman. Yeah. And he's going to. And it's Randy from The Office. Yeah. Yeah. No. Is it? Yeah. Oh, Randy, I don't know. Randy Warmpus. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I the don't think I got that far. whose nose bleeds. Yeah. Yeah. That was hilarious. Mm-hmm. But when Ted's like trying to like sleep with his new girlfriend or whatever. Was it Stella? Yeah. Yeah. He's an idiot. I can't stand Ted. He's so stupid. He's just like, I like legitimately got pissed. Like, you're an idiot. You're so dumb. Like, yeah. I was saying that when I was watching the episode. There's, there, his, it's weird. Like, his, the way that the writers wrote him, uh-huh. it's so inconsistent. His yes. character is the yes. most inconsistent from yes. episode to episode. Yes. Yeah. Like some episodes, I'm like, okay, that's kind of funny, and then I'm like, I s- no, I hate you. Mm-hmm. But anyways, just had to. Have drop you seen that. the Naked Man episode yet? Nope. Okay. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm pounding through him. I'm getting through okay. him. Some when 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 Ted and Barney get into their shenanigans, mm-hmm. that's when I like Ted the best. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay. So good. He's not a mixed man. Marshall's a mixed man. I like that. So I'm a mixed man. So if you were to make a mix of like Halloween jams, mm-hmm. you're having a party. Not necessarily Halloween songs, but like that's a good song for just Ooh. to have at a party and it's Halloween. Oh, man. I wish you would have given me this one ahead of time. Okay. Because I, Kylie always tells me that I'm the guy who works and begs. I, I beg to be able to have like iPod. Uh-huh. Like uh, iPod duties at okay. a party when you okay. when, when there's just the iPod or right. iPhone hooked up to the speaker. I'm that like, guy on road trips. I want to be the guy in control yes. so bad. Yeah. So when I'm granted that that responsibility, uh-huh. I always mess it up. <laughs> like I'll end up going with um, uh, oh no, uh, with uh, what's that song from Bare Naked Ladies? Um, it's one been week? one week since you looked at me. <laughs> yeah, I, I went with that one time, and everybody booed me and took my took my Ew. took the iPod away from me. I love it. I like that song. I know. I mean, it's yeah, it's like a classic, especially for our age. But no, Jake. I know everybody's <laughs> listening to the country, and I went. I went with bare oh, naked. gross. Okay, I prefer w- bare naked ladies over country. Yeah, I know you like country. But I do like country, but I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, I. Yeah, I just immediately—I I always end up <laughs> screwing it up and getting getting the privileges <laughs> taken away, and it crushes me because I have in my head all of these songs that I want to play for people, right? And then I never get the—I nobody ever gives me that right. opportunity because they know I like I'm going to come up with something weird. And they're like, please do not like let Jake something like Jumper from Third Eye Blind yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I mean that's a classic though. You're picking all these like '90s classics. I like that. Um, my favorite Pandora station is uh, Summer Hits of the '90s. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I do like a lot of like it depends on I always cater to like who I'm with. Okay. So if I'm on the man trip, I'm always gonna choose like obnoxious songs from like uh 
like Afro Man, but then also throw in a little Ozzy, but also throw in some metal, but also throw in some like um, Whitney Houston. <laughs> okay. So that's a good eclectic. Uh, but when it comes on, I I my my I thrive on getting that reaction of like, <gasps> yes, like I love that. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I yeah, love I have those visions too, and it oh, it never works out for me. <laughs> Sucks, man. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so give me one just Halloween jam song. <laughs> now I want to know. Like, if you're just trying to think. Well, now, now, now the pressure's on to me here. Yeah, this is why you're gonna to, lose your to, responsibility. I have, to, I have to think this. I have to. Oh gosh, if I had one shot for glory. Yeah. Um. Dude, I can't think. I'm drawing a complete blank. What really? would be my What would be my one song? Really? I would, if I was given If I was given the reins right now, this is what happens to me. I get so overwhelmed <laughs> by it, and I end up choosing something like "One Week" by Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, yeah, for Halloween. Like Jake, put a Halloween song on. You put on Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> you put on the theme to <laughs> Two I go Two Princes by Spin Doctors. You put on the theme to Big Bang Theory by <laughs> Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> uh, is that the intro to? I think so. I think it's them. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, All right. What, what would? You, okay. Let's. So we're not keep bugging the uh, the audience here. What would be your? What's your go-to song? I don't care if they bug. Don't listen. Turn us off. Um, don't turn us off. <laughs> we need you. What is it? Uh, um, what are you asking? What would be your song then? So, I have like a whole Halloween mix that I've made. Okay. Let's hear your mix then. Oh, I mean, I'll have to pull it up. But um, you don't know off the top of your head. You know one song? Yeah. What's one song? It's the number one song on the list. That I can't believe you don't say that this is on your list. Well, what's the song? Michael Jackson Thriller. Oh. <laughs> Every time. It's the number one song, dude. I don't even think that's his best song, though. It's not, but if you're Halloween, you're going to put Thriller uh, on. I think I'd go Smooth Criminal. For Halloween? Yeah, dude. That's why you lose your rights. Yeah. Well, I'm not <laughs> denying. I'm not denying that. Um, uh, there's one that I put on there that I know is on there. You've been struck by, you've been hit by smooth criminal. Yeah. <laughs> I know that, uh, what's it called is on there. Um, Rob Zombie, uh, Dragula is on there. Do you know uh, that song? Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's just a heavy, what's it called song? Halloween mm-hmm. song. Don't hate on it. I'm not hating on it. You're kind of hating. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I do like Christmas mixes. Um, See, my Christmas mix is going to have pretty much super heavy uh, pentatonics. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's mine only, does that's too. The, that's the only time that they're ever... Isn't, that's got to suck for them, right? Like, the only time that pentatonics is popular is Christmas, Christmas time. Christmas, yeah, probably. I want to do a Christmas episode, too. What's, so. your, thought, what's your thought of this? Okay. Case, they're mo- like, they're the only song of theirs that has made radio... Yeah. Was it was on 103.3 when they do like their month and a half long of Christmas music? Yeah, when they shipped over, was Hallelujah. That's okay. not a Christmas song. I. Do you think that's? Do you think the song Hallelujah is a Christmas song? No. Yeah. But they do it beautifully. They do it great. I don't mind listening to yeah, it. Yeah, it's I, amazing. But I'm like hot. It's take. easily their best. I'm song. like this might be a hot take, but I th- I think I don't think it's a Christmas song. I don't know where my Halloween mix is. Anyway, so we got the top ten here. Okay. What, are the, tell what you. are the top ten? So this is Halloween by Danny Elfman from The Nightmare Before Christmas. Never heard of it. Have you never seen The Nightmare Before Christmas? I have not. That's why I didn't do a movie list, because we'd be going through every movie, and you'd be like, haven't seen it, haven't seen it, haven't seen it. Well, I've, 
<laughs> watch some horror movies. Yeah, but not a top ten list for Halloween. Okay, maybe. The Shining? No. I've never seen it either. <laughs> I mean, I've seen... But se- that's, like, I, on every list. Yeah, I've seen, like, a lot of people talking about it. Yeah. And then I, I, I got the references when uh, Ready Player One did yeah. the whole Shining yeah. part of it. But yeah. Anyway. I mean, that's because it's, like, a... It's a cult classic. Yeah, it's it's pop culture, you know. It's always in there in reference. Mm-hmm. Um, number seven. So I took ten, and I took two out. So number eight was... This is Halloween. I can't believe you haven't seen that, Jake. Um, Highway to Hell by ACDC. That's on the list, dude. That's a pretty good song. That's a good song, but I'm for I don't for a Halloween when, party. I don't, I don't see that song as a Halloween song. Okay. Like if it's you're looking Halloween for like party, don't to, try so to, get pe- to try to get people to dance. Like no, would you dance, dance the Highway to Hell? I mean, I'm you could. <laughs> don't fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster uh, Cult. That's a good one. Okay, I like that one. Uh, Creep by Radiohead. Okay. Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Really? I love that song. I love that song. Me too. But for Halloween? I don't know. It's okay. on there. Right. Um, uh, it wouldn't be one I would think of playing for Halloween. Yeah. Of course, I can't think of anything yeah. to play for Halloween. So. <laughs> Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. Oh, okay. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> Monster Mash. Yeah. And then Thriller, Michael Jackson. All right. Um, What's oh. your favorite Michael Jackson song? Either PYT, um, yeah, that's a good one. Or uh, what is it? I can't remember. It's the one that's on the <laughs> the Disneyland um, when he collaborated with Disney and made that. Um, what is it called? I never remember it. Um, Mine's Man in the Mirror. Man in the Mirror is um. Have you seen that movie uh, that he made before he died Mm-mm. about like starting to get the um. When he, he was right about, he was about to go on tour. So he was like training and doing the tour and organizing everything. Yeah. You never saw that? No. I think I have it right up here. If I have it up here, Jake, you're gonna borrow it and you can watch it. Okay. Because you do you like Michael Jackson? I mean, I like his music. Oh well, then never mind. If you're not really a fan, but. It's amazing, like, documentary, because you get to see, like, the musician he was, and, like, he's kind of, like, just conducting the pauses with the band, and, like, no, for you, sing this part and go to this note so that when I'm singing it, sounds like it harmonizes really well, and it's amazing. So he was an actual musician. Oh, yeah. So I can't remember what the name of the stupid film is right now, but, um... Okay. Uh... But there was this, there's this, like, 3D show that he did with Disney and... What's George Lucas, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was Captain EO. Um, but I can't, I'll have to show you the, the video sometime. It's amazing. Okay. I can't remember the name of the song right now. Um, actually. Okay, yeah, here it is. It's another part of me. Um, but he, he, like, goes to this planet to, like, save the planet and save the people. It's super dark, but he's going to save it with his dance. And, like, he's, like, you know, crotch thrusting and kicking and lasers are shooting out of his, like, every move <laughs> and, like, hitting, like, the bad guys and they're, like, turning into good guys and then they start, like, group dancing with him towards the evil queen. It's amazing. I never heard of it. and when Jen and very I, interesting. It's so good. When Jen and I uh, went on our honeymoon to Disneyland, we found that and we went, after we found that they played that, we went every day. So, I think we found it the second day, so we went to Disneyland three days, so... 
Uh, so I guess just two days, but we went multiple times to watch it because it was we were laughing. It was so funny. Um, so yeah, that's what I have. Um, the last thing that I have for Halloween is okay. uh, I'll, I'm going to post all these pictures that we've talked about. I'll post the ones of me and Jen and as old people and anything else that we've kind of talked about. Um, but this, I found this feed on Twitter and it's so when costumes are made or knockoff costumes of mainstream characters, mm-hmm. they can't use, they don't have the rights to use the names of those characters. Okay. So this is what I'm, Looking at yeah. your TV screen yeah. right now. Okay, because that's clueless. Yes. Um, it's called Notionless. <laughs> what is it called? Notionless. Notionless. Yes. Man, that's Dude, terrible. it gets so good, Jake. I hope you're ready for this. I'm excited. Okay. So the next one um, that I wanted to show you was... <laughs> no! Hermanny Grinder, the top student at Chogborgs. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Grinder. Her, her you, couldn't you couldn't come up with something else that started with the G. You had to go with Grinder. Dude, the top student at Chogborts? <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, and then uh, there's another one. Oh, I really like this one. It's Neo. Neo. Cyberman of Padre. Or Padre. Or Padre. Because if you add a hat and a cross, then you're a Padre. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise. So they don't have the white collar. You have to add the white collar. No, I, it looks like they have a little white piece that you can add to it. Okay. Down at the bottom. All right, Franciscan monk. Yeah, so you could be a, a Padre or a Neo, Cyberman. Uh, Beetlejuice, the juice demon. Juice <laughs> demon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, no, that one's not very good. So this is the kind of stuff you see at Party City. Like. Yeah, but they all have like these ridiculous names. So Prince's 80s purple musician costume. That looks like Jack Black. Like Nacho Libre dressed up as, uh, as Prince. Prince. Yeah. Computer Blue. Computer Blue. Um, yeah, this one's my one of my favorites. Hungry Rebel Girl. Uh, for so Katniss Everdeen. Yeah, Hungry Rebel Girl. Oh, my gosh. That is terrible. I want to see what the, the Yoda... Uh, wise. I wonder what Yoda was right next to it. Where? See right to see where it cuts off? That's going to be Yoda. That's Yoda. Oh. oh. But it says Wise, and you can't yeah. see what the full name is. So I didn't oh, need to know what, that, what that said. Brave Warrior America for Captain... I feel like all of the people going down to the border for Operation Faithful Patriot should have to wear Brave Warrior America. For sure. Uh, knockoff outfits. Where's the stripey dude? For Oh, where's Waldo? <laughs> where's the stripey dude? Where's the stripey dude? Boys costume. <laughs> three plus. They say three plus. You think I can fit into it? <laughs> for, for a three-year-old? Well, it's three plus. Three plus. <laughs> 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 no, there's no age limit on I'm it. I'm older than that. Um, Creepy husband. Dude, look at this uh, for Wednesday from uh, Adam's Family. Mm-hmm. Midweek honey costume. <laughs> Midweek? Midweek. Oh, my God. didn't say hump day. Yeah. <laughs> hump day honey. Hump day honey. That'd be a good one. Uh, this is from The Office. Paper Pap- company accountant spilling a pot of chili. Yeah. Oh, I didn't open that. Dang it. Yeah. Um, and then somebody posted the gif of of him spelling his chili. Yeah, <laughs> blue speed mouse for Sonic the Hedgehog. 
Oh, anyway, so that's that was one feed that I found that I thought was really good. I'll post some of those. I like um, I like her Twitter name. No Dana, only Zool. No Dana, only Zool. It's Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um. So, one more thing that we can kind of switch gears into, like a little more political, more controversial talk that I wanted to bring up to you was um. Did you hear? Have you seen Tropic Thunder? Yeah. Okay. What what's the blackface? Is no, 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 no. Okay. Um, did you hear about Sean White's costume for no. Halloween? Okay, so so um, he dressed up as uh, as Simple Jack. Oh. Yes. Okay. And there was some outrage online about him dressing up as Simple Jack, and. I had a conversation recently with somebody about Robert Downey Jr. playing blackface in that movie. Yeah. And I think to me it's and this is just like a white Mexican dude coming and saying mm-hmm. this, but I think that to me it's okay because it's he's playing a character who plays blackface. You get what I'm saying? So it's and like and once they're not, removed and they're, not, and they're and they're making him look like an idiot. Right. Like they're not trying to portr- Yeah, they're it's a fine line. It is. It is a fine line. It's a super fine line. But so when Robert Downey does it, he's trying to play this like prestige actor who's trying to win an Academy Award by playing a black dude. They make a joke of mm-hmm. what he's trying to do. Um, so I thought in that movie, you know, that's it's that movie's hilarious, and that and I thought Robert Downey Jr. was amazing mm-hmm. in that movie. Um, so then Sean White dresses up as Simple Jack, who uh, is a slow character. Yeah. Um, that. <laughs> What's his name? Ben Stiller ben plays. Stiller, yeah. And so um, I hadn't heard about this, but Jen told me like Sean White was getting some backlash for it and he came out and he apologized for it. Um, And then I looked it up and everybody was like, dude, if you're annoyed by this or you're outraged by this, just shut the hell up. Like it's the people were, I think, generally annoyed. Mm-hmm. And and one thing that I, I think about sometimes is like one thing that Joe Rogan always says is like on social media, when you have backlash, it's it's one small circle of assholes that are coming after you. Yeah, it's the it's the social media cloud of anger that just kind of floats around, right. find something to be offended about, hammers on that person to get their red meat, which right. is their apology. And then they move on to the right. next thing. Right. It, it's it's. There's a good book written. It's called The Joy of Hate that really mm-hmm. touches on this. Like, you're not really angry because right. you're not actually angry. You're angry because you feel like you should be angry. Right. Therefore, you're, you, that, where, right. That, therefore, you express this outrageous anger, mm-hmm. even though you're not really like you're not angry for the right actually right. for the right reasons. Or, or and one thing one thing I heard recently on a podcast was just the topic of like people being angry for other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a group of people that's maybe being disenfranchised or mocked but or maybe like even a costume that somebody might so that group of people isn't really offended by the it's not even on their radar or whatever but then you have somebody else kind of co-opting that Mm -hmm. and saying like oh i'm mad about that for sure it's kind of it's the the the, um this the school or team mascot like the seminoles Mm -hmm. really like that florida they they find pride in the fact that florida state Mm -hmm. is named after their Mm -hmm. Their tribe. I did the Seminoles for a report in um, my Native American history. Yeah, I mean at least like the tribal leaders of the Seminoles. Like, right, I can, like, right. I can't, you can't speak for every right. Seminole. Yeah, no, but, for sure. Um, but then you have other tribes that I think know, they get a percentage of the um, 
sales from merch mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. So they have license rights to them using that symbol and for sure. That but then like but then there was like North Dakota, which were the Fighting Sioux, mm-hmm. and they were they had to change their name. Um, they were they had to change their name not because of the Sioux tribe being. I might be wrong about this. Right, right. But from what I remember is mm-hmm. that the, the Sioux the Sioux tribe wasn't upset with North Dakota. Right. It was a bunch of Twitter trolls, mm. not trolls, but a bunch right, of right. Um, bunch of justice warriors. The cloud of going around yeah. and like got enough enough attention yeah. on it that the North North the University of North Dakota yeah. changed their changed yeah. their name. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Oh, I'm I sure think. you see it all the time. Yeah, about other people just being mad just to be not even mad. I think that's interesting. How old is that book? I think you've told me about that the book. The Joy before. of Hate. Yeah, uh, 2011, 2012. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting because you start to see that that growth or that acknowledgement of like this is where we're headed. Yeah. I think um, you'd I think you'd really like that book. Uh yeah. I'll bring it over. Yeah, it sounds super interesting. Um It's weird because this guy's like close with Gavin McInnes. Oh. So it's 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 really st- like this he's a very odd guy. He's right. Greg Gutfeld. He mm-hmm. has a very a cl- very broad range of people that he he draws inspiration from but mm-hmm. also associates with. He, right. he associates with very with pretty far left leaning like mm-hmm. liberals but then also has the the founder of the proud boys right so it's, it's interesting so yeah i think uh there's a lot of like i you know there's sometimes where some like right-wing guys they'll make some arguments about this outrage culture about people being mad about some things like mm-hmm. that and i'm like <sighs> i could see i okay you're making not a fair argument but i could see how you're drawing that line mm-hmm. but then they just like they always undercut any any semi normal point that they're trying to make with just something so dumb yeah. and so ignorant that it's like you almost had it but then <laughs> <laughs> you almost had it mm-hmm. but then you lose it because then a lot of times like some of the guys that i've been i just check up on some of these right wing mm-hmm. guys they when they almost have that good nugget of like clarity they fumble it <laughs> they fumble it and then they just they just get fall into like conspiracy theories yeah. or just nonsense and mm-hmm. i'm like almost there was, a, there was a really good chapter and i'm not going to make a normative argument about any about right. anything like but he so when you remember because he's from new he, he lives in new york mm-hmm. um he mm-hmm. works for fox news mm-hmm. um he had his own show called red eye anyway yeah it doesn't pertain to this he you remember the whole outrage that was happening mostly like on well actually just from a lot of Americans when the mo- there was a um a Muslim group wanted to build a mosque mm-hmm. just down the road from the 9/11 from the uh, World Trade Center mm-hmm. memorial okay, and there's a lot of people familiar. saying that that was super insensitive right. and then there was a lot of backlash the leaders of of that group saying well you're just um saying to people who were outraged about them wanting to build a mosque down the road from the 9-11 like mm-hmm. within walk like visual distance from the um yeah from the 9-11 from the world trade center's memorial right um saying like well this is just Islamo- islamophobia there was yeah. a lot of that coming out saying yeah. well you're just bigots that's the reason why you don't want this here right and <clears throat> you and they're saying well it's just we're not saying there's the, the back the the counter argument to that was saying well we're yeah. not we're not bigots we're just saying it's kind of ins- it's a little insensitive mm-hmm in this context. Right. So Greg Gutfeld bought a, um, had the funding for it and everything uh-huh. to open up next to this proposed mosque. Uh-huh. There was another building for sale that he bought right. or had the funding to buy and was going to create a, um, a gay bar called Suspicious Packages. 
Oh my gosh. And the <laughs> amount of hate mail that he got yeah. from that Muslim yeah. group yeah. saying this is insensitive to our beliefs. How dare you open oh, how dare you open something right. um an, a homosexual bar right. next you know, knowing our beliefs, right. calling it something that insinuates um, you know, <laughs> terrorism. Yeah. yeah. And he was saying Wait. So now you're in, you're you're worried about ins, your your insensitivities uh-huh. being um, being up you know being upset, but you're you're unwilling to listen to the sensitivities of people right. saying right. a mosque being close to the to the World Trade Centers. Right. You're not willing to listen to their sensitivities. So it was just his way of kind of showing there's right. a, a lot of hypocrisy right. out there. Right. So and it was an interesting kind of thing to just read about. Well, and I don't think we're saying that either one is right or wrong, but... No, that's why I, I said think, I didn't want to make yeah, a moment of but argument. but I think what you're saying right there is exactly my point. It's like, you can see where they're drawing the line mm-hmm. and how they almost have it. Like, if you would take that idea or these ideas or these nuggets of, nuggets of ideas that they have and just explore them a little deeper than just using it to further an agenda... Yeah. Then... I think that's... You hit the nail on the head right there yeah. with how... It th- a lot of the rights arguments end up falling just short. Yes. Yeah. I think so too. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure you see it on the left too. Yeah. Like sometimes like it, they over dramatize things mm-hmm. to, 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 to fit their agenda. For sure. And it's like, Oh, you almost have it guys. Like just <laughs> think, just think, take a minute before you post about it and just think about it or have a conversation first. Yeah. And then your mind might change or your idea evolves a little bit more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hate everyone. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's switch gears a little bit. And um, we have some things that we wanted to talk about. I mean, I text you, what are we going to talk about? And then the sky fell. Just absolutely, like, dropped on our heads. Yeah. I I don't even, like, know where to to start right. with this. Mm-hmm. I was sick. Yeah. Like, Kylie, she, she um, worked. We have we're down to like one charger because I always lose our chargers. So okay. she plugs my phone in before she leaves, but mm-hmm. then takes a charger when she leaves. So because she gets up before me usually, mm-hmm. and she's like, she grabs my phone to plug it in in the morning, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, by the way, she's like, she's she looked at my my she my updates on my right. phone from ABC News or somebody, yeah. and it said Trump <laughs> plans to sign executive order ending birth the birth uh, ending birthright citizenship. Yeah, and at this point, how are you going to go back to bed? Yeah. And I was just like, I was just going through and reading it and then going and seeing comments from what are normally like Republican leaning sites. Yeah. And it's just, how can you defend? Were they? Yeah. I mean, how do you defend it? Oh. I mean, not necessarily like even like Shepard Smith from Fox News. Right. Came out and said like, this is ridiculous. Like you can't do it. Even Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan said you can't do it. You can't do it with executive action. Um. But the amount of silence coming from most of the Republican Party's politicians, yeah. but then also of the Republican base that you see in the in the cesspool that is the comment sections, right? Saying like it's about Oof. it's you know it's about time, yeah. And then their argument, I one read argument I read from somebody is saying that it's not it's like um, you can't blame a country for wanting to, yeah. Okay, this might have been okay back then, but. Ever, even even companies uh, update their their terms of service policies. <laughs> okay, so we're going to change the Second Amendment. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> and that, that was my argument back to that was my argument back to somebody was like, um, we're going to change it. You switched. To an you switch. You switch. Head the headline of Trump vows to use executive action to upend the Fourteenth Amendment. Yes. With Obama uses executive action to change gun purchasing laws. Right. You would. 
you would be not you'd be using the word traitor. Right. You would be invoking the same arguments yep. that we're using, saying there is there is a process yeah. in doing this. Yeah. And it's a lengthy process for a reason. Right. We're not a dictatorship. Right. Um if you call yourself a conservative, yeah. You can't continue to co- use that label if you were if you're okay with an with an executive order changing making a cha- fundamental change to the constitution of the mm-hmm. united states um quote it always has been told to me that you needed a constitution amendment constitutional amendment guess what you don't you can definitely do it with an act of congress but now they're saying i can do it with an executive order just um, wrong yeah wrong nobody's told him that <laughs> if and if somebody did tell him that they're yeah. they're they're lying to him. Well, I and I think he's a he's a liar. He doesn't know that. Well, he, that and he doesn't know the process. <laughs> yeah, he knows nothing about the U.S. He government. doesn't. So, I mean, just the I mean, I saw that you had had a conversation online a little bit about mm-hmm. like the the political motives because of midterms and maybe this might have something to do with that. Um, but this has been on his platform, right? So and, and, doctor, and, 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 and Donna, you know, said said that too yeah and that's been that's been part of his he's he's been harping on birthright citizenship yeah since he walked down his golden escalator and, and announced his candidacy right right it's like this has been part of his platform he wants to get this done yeah i don't know if he necessarily i don't know if he cares yeah i don't know if he cares about any of this but yeah. it, it gets it, it fires up his base yeah they love it uh i have a Pew poll from 2015 uh-huh. said 60% of Americans opposed ending birthright citizenship and only 37 were in favor. Sure. That's fine. Yeah. I, but but his but the, the second part of his quote saying that that um when he was talking about how he can do it with an executive he's been told yeah. he can do it with yeah. executive action um he would he also lied in saying we're the only nation yes. that has birthright citizenship yes. and there's 30 other countries yeah. too. Yeah. Well, and like, so taking that little information and, and the, the, the people that just follow him and worship him, when they regurgitate that information, uh, those, that's when they need to be proven wrong. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. how, because uh, what is your argument then? I mean, not that it's going to matter. I just feel like we're just stuck in this, terrible loop of just like here we go again like what are we going to do yeah you try to tell somebody who's regurgitating the stupid information that we're the only country who who does this and then you say no there's 30 other countries well you know what i mean mm-hmm. some stupid argument that they come back with that is just like dumbed down to the same arguments that he might make yeah i feel like if you're a, if you're a republican who hasn't who doesn't come out and explicitly say that they will not allow this president to unilaterally mm-hmm. use executive power to change the constitution. Yeah. That's been like it's not like this could be interpreted somewhat differently and you can you can send this thing through the courts to get yeah. that interpretation, you know, made precedent. Mm-hmm. This has been re- the birthright citizenship has been reaffirmed time and time again. There's mm-hmm. three prominent court cases. One of them from a uh, a China from a China a person who was born in China. I tagged you in the in that art. I don't know if you read it, but I tagged you in this article of this um, this man who was born in California yep. from non-U.S. parents. Wong Kim Ark. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He was born in California, U.S. citizen. Right. Um, but was being denied certain rights mm-hmm. in California. Mm-hmm. After the, he came, he was denied re-entry after he went. To China for 
yeah, a trip mm-hmm. and then came back yeah. and was denied reentry. Yeah. And then you're saying that he was denied rights in California when he got mm-hmm. home? Yeah. Oh, wow. And so he, he made the argument that there's nothing that has changed right. since... Um, you know, since I was born here. Right. And um, he ended up winning his case, which reaffirmed. Right. Birthright well, citizenship. So this article that I have up uh, from the BBC, the the argument that they're making just to, to counter that mm-hmm. that case is saying that um, his parents were here legally, like they had gone through the process to be here and they were documented mm-hmm. that they were here. Yeah. So they're saying that that might be a, a loophole or a way to work against this because Trump's Trump's motive is that people are coming either on visas, but then they're still still here legal, legally and then they're having kids here. That's this whole thing is the anchor baby yeah. argument mm-hmm. is what he's psycho about. But then if they're going to use this um, Kim Ark case, they're saying that that might be a loophole that will work against the birthright citizenship. Okay. Interesting. I yeah. hadn't read that article, but that that's an interesting tidbit I didn't yeah. know about. Yeah. Um, because and, and, and you can you can see where the pathway is, right? right? I mean, he's right. he's padded the Supreme Court. He's condition. Yeah. He's set up the Supreme Court to be able to side with him on these certain issues. Yeah. Especially the the one he just put in, which is going to be very beholden to Trump. Yes. Because of how the partisan fight that ensued about Ugh. his. Um, he's going to be looking to do a huge fu. Yeah. Oh yeah. To Democrats. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't. It's ugly. It's ugly, dude. And like, I agree. If you're not like hesitating or second guessing this, like, you may chalk it up to be just maybe a political move because it's midterms. But like you said, he's been talking about this from the beginning. This is not something that he's taking lightly, and for him to even play with the notion of executive order is scary. Yeah. I in in this into before this does to, to say to the into insinuate that he can just get a tax break passed. Right, right. For middle in for middle income mm-hmm. families while Congress is on session and we'll just vote for it later down the road. It, le- waiting waiting for Congress just to, to pass it because we know they'll do it in the future. We'll just get this done now. Right. We'll get that tax book uh, tax break right. on the books now and we'll worry about the vote in the future and we'll get around to it. It's just right. a formality. It, what does that do? Just breaking, like we talked about last week, about breaking norms. Yeah, yeah. In condition, now he's conditioning his base to accept the fact that executive action yes. is the best way yeah. to get things done. Yeah. And therefore, what are they going to expect every other Republican candidate to do in the post-Trump era? Right. Is going to is going to now you need to be for more and more and more executive authority. How are they going to feel if a Democratic president? Well, they'll hate it. They'll they'll go back and whining about exactly. separations of power and exactly. All of that. Oh yeah, then it'll matter. Then the the formalities will. But but will then be but then I worry the about but then I worry about if Democrats keep losing. Yeah. What is that going to do to them as mm-hmm. they become more and more populist and wanting to see right. a, a stronger and stronger executive, someone who's willing to go out there and say, well. All of this is so screwed up. Mm-hmm. We need we need unilateral action to fix it quick. Yeah. 
And that's yeah, how that's how right, Trump got in. Right. Was like there was so much wrong with Obama. Right. We're okay with suspending our norms and our values yes. to fix the systemic yes. issues that were ex- present because of Obama. All the mistakes that Obama made. Right. We need someone to come in and mop it up really quick. Right. And we'll worry about process and policy later. Yeah. We'll just we we trust this guy's judgment to go and fix up all of this Donald stuff. Donald Trump, dude. They believe <laughs> they believe in him, man. I that's what's just astonishing. I was just thinking about this. Like you have these career politicians, uh, Republicans, who are just like letting it go and just letting it happen because, I I guess it's fixing what they wanted. I mean, I just it's I don't know. It's scary. Yeah. Like when we talked a little bit. I mean, in text message, but like we're just seeing this global shift, right? Um, with some other elections that we've seen in like well look at um An- angela merkel yeah yeah she just got the axe because she couldn't capitulate with uh f- with the far-right movement in, in germany mm-hmm. the her uh, the the christian democrats her party yeah is so worried about um is so worried about a far-right takeover of the german government right that they're having to make concessions with other they had to form a coalition because they didn't the way the proportional representation works in germany yeah they weren't able to win outright than the, f- the 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 50 percent majority that was needed to have complete control of the government mm-hmm. so they had to form a coalition mm-hmm. and the coalition that they had to form with was more center right so now there's the, all of this capitulating going mm. on and and angela merkel wasn't isn't able to win the confidence of her party to be able to form this kind of government right. that's why it's been so difficult and why she's stepping down yeah so you not, not only do you see like rise <sighs> in nationalism in what is currently the the most stable like <laughs> economy in Europe, right? You know, you're starting to see populist rhetoric coming out of that country. Yeah. You're starting to see, like, you you saw a a, a populist far right, um, uh, um, in in Le Pen, Marie, Marie Le Pen, yeah, in yeah. France, yeah. who was the second runner up, yeah. and challenged uh, Macron, mm-hmm. the globalist, right? You have Brexit in England, the globalist. You have, an, but then you have <sighs> the, on the reverse side, you have Italy. You have Italy, who just re- elected a far left policy, mm-hmm, le- mm-hmm. a far left far left populist mm-hmm. and then you have Bol- uh, bolsonaro in a, in a, in in uh brazil, in brazil yeah. you've got all of the former eastern bloc um all the eastern bloc countries the mm-hmm. former eastern um the former satellites of of uh soviet russia yeah electing christ like christian populists mm-hmm. far-right christian populists mm-hmm. and who like there's the guy in hungary or like poland or something like that wants to return uh his country to like some catholic some basically a theocracy based on the catholic church oh just like whoa. some crazy stuff man whoa. just all of this instability this crazy instability yeah and what does that do for foreign policy going forward right. when you <laughs> you have the leader of the free world yeah who's all for inciting this these populist yes. rises yeah his own his own uh, uh the u.s ambassador to germany who fell under fire his first week on the job mm-hmm. said that he supports the the um the grassroots rising of far right populists in Germany, oh basically, tr- basically undercutting Merkel's yeah, government. Yeah, and he's supposed to be working hand in hand with the with the, with the government with, with the government right. of Germany, and he's sitting there making public statements that undercut <sighs> their ability, you know, their their credibility and legitimacy. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, this 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 world. Yeah, I, I made a comment that this country's a powder keg. This yeah. world is a powder keg. Yeah, I mean. Oh. Happy Halloween. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Jeez. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. And like people I feel like everybody's just so paranoid and just so up in arms about the wrong things. Not necessarily the wrong things, but like 
I'm not paying attention to. It's just weird how far we've gotten from fact. You know yeah. what I mean? And for for me, like this was such a small. This is such a small thing, and it never got picked up by anybody. Uh-huh. But in that same, qu- like that quote about him not having to use exec, about him being able to use executive power yeah. to upend the Fourteenth Amendment, mm-hmm. the the most revealing thing to me about how he is conditioning his base, yeah, is was when he said they can come here, live for eighty five years, mm. being American citizens. But the key word was with all of those benefits. Yes. He's using he's this is brilliant. Yes, I saw I him. noticed that. This is brilliant yeah. of him because he is taking he's using health care, yeah. socialized medicine, yep. all of the different so- social benefits mm-hmm. that the United States have to then reinforce nationalism. Yeah. To say like you get all of these benefits as the United States, you don't want to share those. Yeah. Yeah. We're, in, instead of instead of saying, "Well, we're going to do away with all the social benefits." No, we're going to we're going to keep pre-existing conditions we're going to keep right. all of this stuff right but that's just for you and you united states citizens yes not for them and that just furthers that in-group out-group dynamic right. because now you now you're seeing well i have i have more than just my job to worry about right they're going to come in they're going to take my health care yes they're going to come in. they're going to take my other my, my other benefits right and it, that is the we've i've always tried to sh- stay away from com- trying to compare Hit- trump to hitler yeah that is the most fascist thing i've honestly heard him like his most hitler-esque thing wow. i've ever heard him say wow because that that is the ex- yeah. that is the exact way that hitler yes. framed his argument against jews yeah yeah oh yeah it's constant fear-mongering and othering he said the baby is essentially a citizen no the baby is a citizen by law of the united states if they're born here and if you want to change that there's a process right and it's called a three-fourths majority in the in the con- mm-hmm. in Congress, mm-hmm. then it has to be approved by the s- then it has to be approved by three-fourths majority of the states, mm-hmm. and then signed by the president. Yeah, it's a long it's a lengthy process there, bud. Yeah, that I- that is an interesting comparison that you made. Yeah, <laughs> I think when I, when, think I, when, right. I s- when I saw that, a light clicked onto my mind, and I said, "This is what he's doing." Yeah, this is exactly what he's doing. When I and read it's, that, and, it's, and, and as a pol- as like as a Dirty politician that he mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. brilliant. Yeah, brilliant marketing. Strategy. When I saw that, I said out loud, "What the fuck?" When I read that sentence, mm-hmm. I said, "What the fuck?" And Jen was like, "What? Calm down." I'm like, "No, like, listen to this." Like, and then I read it. it that's disgusting. Because I saw exactly what he's doing. I know what he's doing. It's gross. It's disgusting. <sighs> With I mean, all of with all of those benefits, right? Just that is that is oh, that is just classic hate. That's just classic hate group rhetoric. Right. It has to end, he says. And we're gonna do it one way or the other. Right. Right. We'll see. What's what's one? What's one? If if this doesn't worry you, yeah. You can't call yourself an American. Right. Well, and like. Like, you know, you're talking about him kind of catering to his side and you can see how he's building them. How many times have I sent you examples of people that I've talked to about this president and they say, well, look at how much he's done. And that's that's the attitude that they have. That's the support that he has. So this is just one more thing that he can do for them by now holding people back from taking their benefits. Mm -hmm. Look at what he's doing for us. Yeah. Well. 
okay, whoever I'm talking about, I'm included in that us. I'm not as terrified about this. This does not click with me. This caravan is f- is filled with women and children. Yeah. <laughs> They're not... I, I, the last time the care like this, there was another caravan mm-hmm, of people. Mm-hmm. Most of them didn't even make it to the border, and the ones that did, only a only a few actually got in. Do you hear what, what Mexico's doing? No. So they're on the southern border. They're they're trying to stop it. Yeah. But they are also offering job contracts for people coming in. Are they? Yeah. Well, good for Mexico. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, of the of the la- of the last group. From Central America to reach the United States southern border, yeah, they they check themselves in at a checkpoint, mm-hmm. st- applied for asylum ship, yeah, and majority of them were turned away. Yeah, a few got in, yeah, and that was the last we heard of it. There was not some massive invasion of right, criminals, right? That's, and that's not what this is either. Well, and what's the point of sending the soldiers? Are they going to murder all these people? Is that what we want? Uh, that's what some people want. Do we want conflict? If you go to the comment sections on Fox 12 Oregon, you'll see some people advocating for the murder of these people. Really? Oh, yeah. That's why I said that when I sent you that text <laughs> message, you and Matt that text message the other night, I was disgusted. Yeah. There were some people that say, like, oh, if Texas is locked and loaded. Whoa. And I'm like, are you going to be... I asked, I'm like, I'm like, oh, you're so... My comment was, oh, you're so cool. Are you going to be there with your rifle you bought from Walmart? Yeah. And, and there's one person like, we have to stop this at all costs. And I asked him, just pose the question to him. Yeah. What does all costs mean to you? Right. Killing women and children? Yeah. Who are, who, who are trying to seek a better life for themselves? God forbid you ever are in a situation yes. where someone's got to help you. Yeah. Where you have to ask for help. Right. Well, this is not our country. Yeah. Maybe maybe it always has been, but I don't want to believe that. I want to believe yeah. that we at least in the last 50, 60 years mm-hmm. have worked at something better and have gotten to something better. Mm-hmm. And just in in a, in a mere two years, we're dragged back into just, I'm so angry yeah, right now I at know. the direction of this country. Well, and I see this. And it's being done in the name of republicanism. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that word even means. <laughs> yeah, you see these massive leaps in social progress. And now it's just immediately reverted back to, and like we said previously, like zero empathy for humanity. None. Kill them. As long as they don't come here and take my health benefits, which we've already discussed, they cannot have. That they didn't, well, <laughs> and then in that supposedly Republicans didn't want for the last eight years. The benefits? The health care. Yeah. They didn't yeah. want it. Yeah. It was unconstitutional. We don't want it. It was treason that the way that it was treason the way that it was passed. Right. But now we need to protect it. But now we need to protect it because it's our benefits. We need to protect it from those people. But we didn't want it in the first place. But right. you better not come have it. But we don't want them here more. Yeah. <laughs> How do you explain people voting against their own self-interest? Kentucky has yes. the Kentucky has the number one, the highest percentage of their population on the Affordable Care Act. Yeah. But yet voted for two U.S. senators, one of them being Mitch McConnell, who is the spearhead mm-hmm. of trying to repeal Obamacare during eight years of during the eight years of the Obama presidency. Right. How, how, how do you explain that? I don't know. I don't know. That's what I was thinking about, like, self-interest is like when when you have me and another person sitting next to each other and this one's a diehard Trump supporter and they're talking about their rights and protecting themselves as an American, it's like, I'm an American too, but why am I far less concerned about just this hate and this fear that you're spouting off about? As far as, like, self-interest, I'm an American, I have interests, but, you know what I mean? There's such a split in 
the way that they think and the way that I guess we think. I I don't know. Yeah. Well, and the, the the other argument is like, well, we don't know who these people are. They could be coming here and they're going to yeah. commit crime. There's, okay, f- fine. That's a valid enough argument. But look how much crime is being committed by nationalized citizens, yes. by birth yes. citizens. Yep. Look at the synagogue in Pittsburgh. Yes. I. I mean, there's it's it's going to happen. It's happening by Americans every day. But there's no conversation so, about that. So that so that should be the the sole reason why we completely close off our borders. Right. So at least the problem is just inside. Well, and, and well, they just need to get in line so then we know who they are. There is no line. Right. There is no line. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing you and so I have the, talked about. Okay, so they or they can apply for a green card. Right. That takes six months mm-hmm. to over three years right. to get. Right. So they're going to stay in Honduras. Mm-hmm. The place that they're trying to escape, yes, because there is so much violence there, yes, that more than likely their kids are going to die die in a drive-by shooting, yeah, yeah, or get caught up in or get somehow caught up in the in drug trafficking. Right, they're trying to escape that to save their family to get right. to a better life. Mm-hmm. They don't have six months to over three years to sit around and wait for a government that doesn't really want them anyway, right, to try to approve their green card status Mm -hmm. and we looked at some of it it's like it has to be have to prove moral character well how subjective is that yeah yeah and who's the judge of that yeah i hope it's not donald trump (laughs) well it's it's a it's a immigration courts. yeah yeah who are the people put in place on the immigration courts Mm -hmm. are jeff sessions so that's all all of these are executive appointees so they're just following. They're just going to follow the, the 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 company line, right? On how many on wh- who they decide is good moral character, right? And I think I'm just thinking about like those executive appointees. Some of them, one in particular, I think is a little bit of a religious extremist, and so that trickles down. I would imagine into m- defining or judging moral character. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <sighs> F- another point. Mm-hmm. I find it odd because you've oft- you've heard Trump call himself the modern day Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. He's often like tried to draw parallels between him and Abraham Lincoln. Right. I find it odd that the guy that's trying to parallel him s- parallel himself with Abraham Lincoln is trying to undo Abraham Lincoln's greatest legis- piece of legislation. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. I like that. The thing that Abraham Lincoln that was like the, that it was his key, other than like saving the Union. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that other but, thing. But the other thing, <laughs> the 14th Amendment, yeah. was his greatest piece of legislation. Right. He died before it got fully ratified. For sure. But he started it. He got yeah. it passed through a very divided house mm-hmm. of representatives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's make that go viral. <laughs> but, yeah, Trump is uh, Trump is Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, they look like, too. The, the father of the Republican Party. Yeah. Well. I saw this... <laughs> I hate memes. Okay. I know we've talked about memes. Yeah. Especially when they use the face of somebody and then they put words that are not even in any way attributed to that person. Okay. Like someone put up a a picture of Clint Eastwood. Uh-huh. And it said, I haven't seen Democrats this mad since we've since we freed their slaves. That's w- that's one argument from the right that is constantly made, even by educated people, about like who the Democrats used to be. Mm-hmm. And what the party used to be, and there's no acknowledgement of that flip in just I- ideals and ideology. Yeah. 
so that's that argument right mm-hmm. there that they're making all the time. And there's one in particular, there's a comedian I've talked to a little bit about. Yeah. Who has his degree in history and he makes that argument all the time. Just like I mean, maybe he's because he's a comedian, he can hide under the veil of like, I'm just making yeah. jokes. But then these stupid people, these psychopaths in the comments just are like, hell yeah, hell. It's the same. It's the Democrats. They're the ones that still want to. Ins- like, you yeah. hear even Kanye West say it. Yeah. And that's the whole underpinning of this of, the, of this birth, like trying to get rid of the 14th Amendment, mm-hmm. is that some, they have this half-baked, you know, theory that. Um, it's the Democrats with their social policies that are in that are constantly enslaving yeah. minorities yeah. and making them like um, basically like the the government is the plantation and right. they're giving them a little bit of pittant, pittance yeah. so they stay within the Democratic Party, which yeah. is just this plantation ideology. And I was like, where does this come from? Right. <laughs> so what is the other solution? Just be hard nosed and just pull yourself up by your bootstraps, do it alone in a system that is rigged against them. Yeah. Like. I uh, whatever. Yeah. But um anyways, your meme? No, not that wasn't okay. the meme is about no it was about this. Oh, oh okay. I was just going to say it's ridiculous to try to attribute I- any of the parties in the way that they're structured right now yeah. to 1860. Yes. Yes. Like that's where like both of these parties yeah. have gone through massive amounts of exactly. change. You can't it's th- these aren't the yes, they're both called Democrats and Republicans, yes. <laughs> but that's not the same party. neither are the same party. Neither. You yeah. can't say like, oh, those Republicans were the ones that freed the slaves. Yes, in eighteen sixty, but this isn't the same party yeah. as it was then. Yeah. Even if there wasn't like a, a, a fundamental flip when um se- uh segregationist Democrats mm-hmm. became Republicans right. around in the civil rights era. Mm-hmm. But even if you take that you ch- you take that out, right, the inconvenient part of history out you can't it's just there's so much change in ideology and culture in mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. in style and the role of the role of the federal government in just overall philosophy about government right that you can't attribute today's republican party to 1860 like I it's agree. not it's not the same party yeah. that's my point it's annoying like and and someone people who have degrees in history are making those arguments it's so just like oh you dirty man <laughs> you know like how could you misrepresent I just take pride in our degrees in history, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just a misrepresentation of it is. and then and then now there's just this idea of just crapping on education, which is what he does now. And it's like how do you think you got the ability to research the things that you're doing? But now it's just researching to further his own agenda and stuff, but <sighs> I don't know, dude. Yeah. He probably also thinks that that's um African Americans willingly fought for the Confederacy mm-hmm. during the Civil War. Mm, I'm sure, which is just mm-hmm. false. I'm sure I, you wouldn't believe the things that uh, this comedian and the people he's associated associated with the things that they say that are just like, like I said, like sometimes not. I'm not talking about slavery, but I'm saying sometimes they'll make like a, a, an argument that you're like, ooh, you have something there, and then they just let it go, and it's like you almost had it, like. It's just this idea of being not necessarily right or left. Like, just be logical. Just be pragmatic. Just think about things a little more than with the, your agenda pushing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's annoying. <sighs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, Jake. Happy Halloween, Jeff. <laughs> so now that we've thoroughly depressed you guys. Yeah, let's let's s- switch gears s- a little bit uh, to end this. Um, I we want to talk about basketball. And I know there are those who listen who enjoy this and those who don't. 
But uh, if you do, hang in there. I mean, we always. Yeah. We got character. We For got, sure. We got passion about the Blazers. Love our Blazers. Um, they drive us nuts. Yeah. Dude, we love our Blazers. one thing I was thinking about, um, as the season is gone, before the season, you said on podcast, it's on record, because I listened to the episode recently okay. after, after thinking this. Um, I don't know how you feel about him now, but Nick Stauskas is just about everything that you said he was going to be so far. Yeah. So you were talking about like, you know, maybe I, I don't want to just toot the horn too quickly or too soon, but he's he's he looks good. He's doing the right things. And so I've been intentionally watching mm-hmm. him off the ball, constantly moving, yeah. constantly cutting, making smart plays, making smart decisions. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I think that he's getting more attention defensively than I think maybe we expected. Um, Which is good. That's yeah. opening up other things. Absolutely. But I was just like, I was telling Jen, I was like, listen to this part because we were listening to it, to it together because she wasn't caught up. And I was like, Jake called this and he's crushing it. So <laughs> I just wanted well, to point that out. I'm a blind squirrel finds an acorn every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, for sure. Um most of my sports predictions come out patently wrong. Yeah. But the I will go with um I, I will take the credit for this because I was yeah. I was like when I watched him in the preseason, I mm-hmm. was like, he looks like the thing the Blazers have been missing for yes. the last four seasons. Yep. He looks like what we wanted Alan Crabb to be. Yeah. And what we want what we want Layman to be. In Connaughton. <laughs> like yes, this, this Connaughton, was, yes. This was the guy like Connaughton should have been. Sorry, CJ. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> CJ loves Connaughton. Um, uh, well, I mean, I love Planet Pat. Yeah, but for sure. I mean, he just—he was a defensive liability. Yeah, he was so inconsistent with his shot. Right, Stauskas, when he's got the ball in his hands, he—he mm-hmm. he is looking to score. Yeah, yeah, and he's not passive, which right. is I, which I love. Cause right. so many guys are so um. They just defer to Dame and CJ yeah. so much. Yeah. that when they do take a shot, they look unsure if they should be shooting it that's what bothered me the other night when i texted you about jake layman mm-hmm. just the confidence in his shot the confidence when he's out there his decision making he looks a little lost out there yeah um, and, and i think a lot of that has to do because stotts has always said in in is like if you're open shoot it if right. you're open your feet are set shoot it right like he ch- i don't know if you saw this but he chewed myers leonard out the yeah. other night yeah myers leonard passed up on an open three mm-hmm. and then they panned they pulled him instantly yep. stotts called a timeout pulled myers yep and he I didn't saw. he didn't play the rest of the night and you saw just Stotts just red faced going into Myers. Yeah. And then he they asked Stotts after the game, they said, What why were you yelling at Myers? Mm-hmm. Like he passed up an open shot. Yeah. So it's like Stotts has always tried to instill this culture of if you're open, shoot it. Yes. But players I don't think always I don't think they believe it because right. they're always so right. they're always so differential to, to Damon CJ. Yeah. Offensively. Maybe it's just like the the culture of the league, maybe just like I don't, I don't know. I don't want to get Dame mad at me for missing. Right. Or I don't like Dame is such a better son. Dame is such a better score. There's a higher probability if he has the ball in his hands, even with a low percentage shot of it going in. Yeah. Than me shooting and missing a high percentage like me. I know. I, I would way rather because, so, dude, so many times Dame comes around that high screen mm-hmm. and just pulls a three. Yeah. And it's just he's off balance. It's just. And the sometimes it goes in, and, sometimes, it, and, it, and it looks great yeah. when it does, but in th- other times, just like, not only was that a bad shot, that was six seconds into the shot clock, yes. and, and now you've created a long rebound, and nobody's gotten back, yep. and you let an easy layup happen. Yep. I mean, he's playing phenomenal, mm-hmm. but 
when the he way does he's that. attacking the basket this season, yeah. I haven't seen this from him. Yeah, um, his efficiency at getting to the line. Yes. Oh, the first few games he was really fighting to get there. Yeah, he's getting there more now. I think it's gonna. It takes a little while to condition the refs. Right. Which is unfortunate to say. Yeah, it's stupid. But guys like Demar Derozan and James Harden have perfected the craft. Yes. And that's if that's the way the league is gonna go. It, you you got you if you can't beat them join them yeah one thing you had mentioned um, earlier when we were talking was uh, the, just the the high velocity of offense this season it's nuts it's crazy I, Kings I was, are pl- constantly being played in the one twenties is nobody playing defense what is happening I think it's nobody's ability to hand check yeah ooh yeah okay yeah because you can't because the rules have made it more offensively friendly yeah. just like the NFL has gone that's to. true. Offense score. Offense gets eyes on the on the on the court. Did you see Clay Thompson? Fourteen threes. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God, dude. The league is ruined. Yeah. Well, when Boogie comes back, I mean, is he gonna do anything? I mean, well, that team is just such a. They do score in the paint a little bit, but I mean, it's it's a lot of jumpers for them. Yeah. Draymond Green took like two shots in that game. I feel like Boogie's going to slow slow that team down. It's possible. Yeah, he does run the floor pretty well. He does. I do like him a lot. I like um, Zach Collins. I can't get over him. Just dude, uh, just sexy. Yes, that he's footwork, so good. That footwork, man. When he got that and one in the first quarter last night. Did you watch last night? Yeah. Did you see Boogie? Boogie was there. Bo- or sorry, uh, Biggie. Oh, Biggie. Yeah. Swanigan. Pump faking his way to blocks. Uh, he double-double? Not last night. Two nights ago. Okay, two nights ago. Did you watch it? Two nights ago, he looked good. Yeah. Last night, he looked super hesitant underneath the rim. Well, yeah, he did kind of, actually. He's very inconsistent with his But shot. two nights ago, he was awesome. Yeah, when he's yeah when he, he's got his touch <laughs> on his little baby hook, Yeah, he's scoring, he scores points. Yeah. But last night, they kept running double teams at him. Yeah. Like, every time... They were defending Nurk pretty well early. Yeah, yeah, um, they were. Where, where they would Nurk would get matched up on a like PJ Tucker or somebody mm-hmm. smaller, mm-hmm. and Dame would get the ball into him really quick. And as soon as as soon as one of our bigs would go to make their move, yeah. they would instantly run a guard. Yeah. into double. Yeah, and that was confusing the shit out of Swanigan. Yeah. he turned the ball over so many yeah. times underneath the basket. Dude, Turner turns the ball over so much. Yeah. I mean, I know we've known this. Okay, and I have to say this: he's been playing good. He's been playing really There's well. A li- because I think also this gets back to the confidence issue. Just yeah. sorry to, to, no, no, to distract ahead. from the point you're making. But I think there's confidence with these second role players, yeah. these second second line role players, yeah. because there's a legit second unit identity. Yes. And there's, that's what we a, talked there's about There's a second earlier. unit point guard with Seth Curry. There's a second unit shooting guard with Stauskas. Yep. Turner's the secondary facilitator. Yep. Collins and whoever, insert number four, insert four yeah. guys biggie yeah. myers whoever yeah. and it's a legit second yes. unit and they know what they're doing yeah. they know the rules and we had talked about that it's like once turner knows what he's doing and what his role is he'll be better and he has been better yeah and i i you know i've been saying that the last few games i'm like oh dang it he's Evans. getting that 10 points five yeah. assists couple boards he's actually like, playing pretty well yeah um, but his turnovers are maddening so because, frustrating because they're they're such like forced errors yeah it's weird. Like dribbling him off his knee. Yes. On a or wide too open high. Yeah. Ugh. Those high dribbles make me so sick. Um, so I've been getting really frustrated with CJ McCollum. 
Um, yeah, I understand a shooter's got to shoot, but yeah. dude, at some point when you've missed twenty shots on the floor, yeah. Well, and that's what I you're said. You're not guarding Bradley Beal. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and I said like when you're because of his defense isn't great. If you're not making shots, you're such a liability out there. Mm-hmm. But the last two games, uh, not that he's been shooting particularly well or playing defense particularly well, but what he has been doing is the effort is there. Yeah. He's diving for balls. He's jumping out of mm-hmm. bounds. He's hustling. That's what is missing normally from him. Yes. When he's not hitting a shot. Yeah. And if yeah. he does that, I can forgive him for not making shots because he's out there scrapping and fighting for yeah, the ball. For sure. Um, so the and last he, and two he's games. still shooting like 45% in the yeah. last few, few yeah. games. So it's not like he's terrible. Right. And for a high-volume shooter, a, a guy who gets his points on volume like mm-hmm. CJ does, mm-hmm. Uh, he's gonna. Sh- I mean, Russell Westbrook shoots like sub forty five percent. Yeah, but yeah. I do gets his points. Right. Unfortunately, Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook also plays defense, gets assists, <laughs> gets rebounds. Yeah. But, Ooh, um, yeah. He's so athletic. Yeah. I mean, CJ is is super annoying, and I think it's just it's continually continually glaring that this is a good regular season team. Right. That doesn't. That's not built to win in the playoffs. We'll see. I don't know. I think the bench, having a bench, really helps. It will. It depends on who your first round matchup is. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I well, mean, I mean, obviously, if you, if you if you draw, but I mean, New Orleans ended up being a terrible matchup when yeah. you thought it was going to be a good matchup. I don't know if I thought that. Oh, I did. You I thought it was going to be a good I, matchup. I guess I, guess I was naive yeah. thinking without Boogie. Yeah. That this was going to be able that the um the interior like the interior players for Portland were going right. to be able to actually score. And Nurk was completely neutralized. Right. I'm still concerned that we don't have a defender who can match a, a good stretch four or right. five. Right. Because when Markeith Morris mm-hmm. torched the Blazers, yeah, because so the, because the players, like, I don't know if this was thoughts or if this was the players' inability to communicate. Right. But they did not guard the pick and pop. Nope. At all in the at second all. half. At all. A lot of a lot of these games, what I'm seeing, and I'm not, uh, you know, I'm always talking trash about the refs, uh, and I I always will, but. A lot of the times, I feel like... Which I love about you, because nobody else listens to me and I complain <laughs> about refs. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of times, like, when the other teams are running so many calls in the, within the last three games, um, on pick and rolls, if Nurk puts his hip out the slightest, or if the guard is coming around mm-hmm. Nurk and flops on it, yeah, they'll it. call it on Nurk. But on the other side, Portland is trying to fight through those picks, and they're not going to get calls if they're fighting through them. But I'm just like, flop, guys, because that's what the refs are calling. Yeah. So that that's just been super frustrating mm-hmm. for me is maybe they need to flop more, I guess, on those yeah. picks to get those calls because they're flopping on Nurk and Nurk's getting in trouble. Yeah. It's so annoying. In, I might be alone on this, but I feel like I got to get my Aminu shot in of the day. Okay. He... <laughs> Is so wildly inconsistent on def- on perimeter defense. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed this? There are some games yeah. where it doesn't look like he knows what's going on. Right. In other games, he's everywhere and right. super active. I don't right. know how you're inconsistent on defense. Yeah. Like so, he like not necessarily just effort. You can be inconsistent on effort. Yeah, you can yeah, see yeah. that he's inconsistent on knowing where he's supposed to be some nights. Mm. Like. For instance, in the Wizards game, the last what six sec- was we were up. Blazers were up three. Yep. About six, I think those twelve seconds left. Okay. They inbound the ball to Wall, mm-hmm. and Wall gives a little bit of a hesi- a little bit of a hezy. It freezes Lillard. Wall backs up to shoot like a step back three. Mm-hmm. Aminu leaves Beal. Yeah. To go 
try to make up for Dame being out of position. Right. The double wall, who's yeah. a sub 30% three point shooter. Yeah. To leave Beal yeah. wide open. Right. Wall just makes the pa- easy pass uh, to the elbow. Yeah. Boom. Tie yeah. game. Yeah. What are you can't leave Beal. Right. You've got to know better that than shot. that. I, I always, I've always felt like that. Maybe in then, and then, whenever I play basketball personally, you know, and guys are like trying to come out of position to like help me on defense. Mm-hmm. Don't. I got it. I'd rather him make a shot over me than you to leave your guy open. Well, especially when you're looking at personnel. Right. Let, if if Wall makes that shot, hats off to him. Right. Exactly. You're not gonna. You cannot let yourself get beat by a wide open. Their best shooter wide open. Right. Right. It, mm. <laughs> so annoying. Um, and he's late on rotations Aminu? a lot of times. Like Aminu? on certain nights, yeah. when he's just off. Yeah. He's just he's off across the board, yeah. and it's so annoying. Do we like this team? Yes, <laughs> we do. We just we hold them to a high standard. Yeah, we definitely do. Um, I who are they playing next? Do you know? Uh, they play at home against uh, the Brow. Oh, that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll win. Anthony Davis did not play last night. He's playing tonight. They're playing. He's they're playing tonight against the Lakers. No, playing Warriors tonight. Warriors tonight. That's right. One seventeen, one twenty-seven. Warriors are up with a minute left. One seventeen. What? One twenty-seven. One seventeen. Dude, so many over one twenty. It's insane. I know. What did you tell me a little bit ago about Minnesota? Uh, uh, Derek Rose, like shedded his crutches. Yep. Somehow put a bionic knee yep. on and wouldn't put up fifty tonight. Fifty, dude. On Utah. I freaking love that so. I know you're so you're a big Ro- you're a big Rose fan. I am, and I like Minnesota. I freaking, yeah, I love that he put up fifty. That's so nice. A career high for him. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> what season is it for him? After how many injuries? I don't even know. Oh, my god! Well, he had an MVP season where apparently he didn't get 50. You would think in an MVP season you'd have one game where you got 50. His stats for that season were not that great. Damian Lillard had the same stats a few years ago. I think it was just every, nobody else was particularly spectacular. Right. Because LeBron James, that was LeBron's first year in Miami. Mm, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. D-Rose blocks potential game-tying three tonight, too. Really? Yeah. I love that. Dude, he's I, all I over I the place. I don't like Utah. Yeah, me neither. But I also like that Rose is coming off the bench. Yeah. He's a well, ro- He started tonight. Oh, did he? Yeah, because Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets was out. Who's their point guard? Uh, Teague? Teague. Okay. So he must have been playing off ball. <sighs> or they're running Teague off ball. Dude, I don't know. That, that, I'm not saying that should motivate him to get rid of Buckets, but if, the, if Houston's going to trade away four picks... I'm look at it. Maybe it's like four <laughs> s- four picks spread over seven years. Yeah, yeah. You have to assume that two of those is gonna are gonna be really good picks. Right, right. The back end two. Yeah, probably. And you're thinking like both of these teams are gonna be completely different by the time those two picks even yeah. come around. Oh yeah, that's true. So it's like, would you I trade understand. for a person? You're saying. Well, who does Houston have that would? Make I'm not saying with necessarily Minnesota. with Houston, but yeah. I mean, if if you say Portland was making. The only pr- player that they p- conceivably would want would be Collins. Right. Yeah. Ooh, but they got Cat. Cat does not look happy. Did no. I send you that video of him just giving up? No. Dude, he was in a game and he shot and airballed it and then turned around and said, "Pull me out." Well, that's that's why that's why Buckets wants out. Yeah. He's tired of that kind of. Yeah. 
I give up attitude. I love Cap, though. He's so good. Why does he got to have that attitude? Because he's been told that he's the greatest basketball player since he was in middle school. I mean, he's I pretty he's good. he's pretty entitled. He's pretty good. He is good, though. Uh, Blazers have always played him well, though. Who? The Blazers. Yeah. They've always guarded him well. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I love basketball. My knees hurt from playing, though, recently. Really well, that's bad. right. You wouldn't play like last Friday, I think. Two Fridays in a row. Nice. Yeah. If you ever want to play, play. Well, I have Fridays off. Every Do you? Friday off. Yeah. Every Friday? Uh-huh. Thursday, Friday? Yep. I think Kylie told me that when I was trying to play on your birthday. Oh. But. That's, that sucks I didn't work out. It's okay. We should go to a game, though. We should. Because uh, if you have Thursday, Friday off, I can if I can record at 8 o'clock at night, I can go to a game. Yeah. So we should do that for your birthday. Blazer game. Well, duh. Oh, they were talking about Coog game. Oh, no, 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 no. Blazer yeah, game. Blazer game. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> All right, Jake. I think that's it for me. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us on this spooky, scary Halloween episode. It's always scary when you're talking about this administration, <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Colbert had a super. He's like, I didn't. He's like, I didn't decorate with normal Hall- uh, Halloween decorations. I decorated my house with newspaper articles of Trump. Oh my God! <laughs> no kidding. It's or that meme of that haunted house about like Facebook posts from 2010 that our listeners sent us. Yes, so good. That that, that hit home. <laughs> that was so good. I looked at that and I'm like, Yep. Yep. <laughs> I can't think of anything more cringy for me. Yeah, you could just. I like that news article. Just thing. to walk in the it's room true. and see shit that I haven't. I don't oh. even remember posting right that would be the best not only not even just by you but like have like a party of like friends and family mm-hmm. come over oh, or your professors <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so awesome we should orchestrate that also let's do a road trip just so you can control music i just would love to experience <laughs> that <laughs> all right guys thanks for listening yes, um, thank you so much follow us on instagram twitter and facebook and we'll talk to you guys next week bye bye